to any of you motherfuckers okay understand that people <laughs> we ain't that freaky because i don't know you, you know what i mean buy me dinner then we can talk about some shit you feel me but whoo man there is some crazy ass shit going on you know what i mean had to um had to extricate myself from uh, some bullshit I mean, I mentioned it last week. I went to speak to a company that was supposedly offering me a job, but um, god damn it, there's some crooked motherfuckers. I mean, crooked. So yeah, had to step away from that, which is irritating. But motherfuckers didn't. They wanted me to do a whole heap of work. They kept on skating around how much money they wanted to pay. So, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't the best um, thing to be involved with. Now, it's not one of the craziest things that has happened recently. You know what I mean? Some uh, dude in the UK, right? He um, he went a little bit extra. Right, so hey, not a London thing. This motherfucker was in Swinton, right? Going to Manchester now, like it is a most of the world, right? You've got to wear a face mask when getting on public transport. Now, this dude, he was just like, mm, I don't really want a face mask, I'm gonna use something else. How what this son of a bitch did use was a snake. <laughs> yeah, he um he got on a bus with a snake wrapped around his neck and mouth, which, woo, that's a little bit uh that's a little bit extra, right? And um you know what I mean? You ain't catching me do that shit. Now, no one on the bus really gave a damn. Because up north, they're all a little bit crazy to tell you the truth, people. They ain't seen like us Londoners, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know what I mean? I, this story would have been truly capped off for me if the snake had just gone, you know what? Why you bring me out trying to ca- give me COVID and just squeezed? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> oh shit Oh shit If that snake had just been like Yeah you're done <laughs> Your genes do not need to be in this pool And just uh, Yeah Gave him a little tug tug Snap that neck 
that would have been the perfect end to this story. Ain't gonna lie. But, um, yeah. So fucking odd, right? So odd. But not as odd as Carol Baskins being on Dancing with the Stars. What kind of crazy motherfucking shit is that? You know what I mean? What kind of craziness? You know what I mean? Like, now, <laughs> what I do feel was just... <laughs> uh, just insane. Like, so, um, you know, Carol Baskins, everyone knows her from the Tiger King documentary that hit Netflix at the start of this whole heap of craziness, right? Um, and she's getting her own series on, shit, HBO Max, I think, HBO Max, maybe Hulu, but yeah, she got called up for Dancing With Her, I'm like, she ain't a star, like, what the fuck, like, people know her for potentially killing her ex, (laughs) that's how they know her, but I suppose in a world where Epstein can be suicided and no one looks into it, the whole world knows what happened, but no one is actually looking into that, so in a world when that can happen, this crazy friggin' hoe getting on Dancing with the Stars, yeah, you can't really be shocked at that, right? <laughs> now, what is hilarious, truly hilarious, her husband's, well, her ex-husband's family, right? <laughs> they paid for an ad during Dances with the Stars calling for, <laughs> calling for evidence so that she can get arrested. Ah, oh. That's just, you know what I mean? Just her being on the show is insane, but them then slotting that ad in place, that's kind of sweet. That's kind of sweet. It just adds to the insanity of it all. Oh, oh, man. So, yeah, that, that was just uh, hilarious. Hilarious. And... You know what I mean? Like, the program, obviously, they knew that shit was happening. They knew that advert would be playing. (laughs) So, hey, but it just adds more eyes to all of this shit. So, yeah, they let that shit go. (laughs) It's just crazy, man. It's crazy, right? Hey, not as crazy as... Right? This is huge. Huge. So, Trump has managed to negotiate a uh, a kind of, uh, well, it's a landmark deal in the Middle East. You know what I mean? So, United Arab Emirates and Bahrain have... Um, yeah, they've signed a you know I mean a, a deal to acknowledge Israel. That is so fucking monumental. 
But I haven't really seen anyone talking about that shit, which blows my mind. It blows my mind, right? Listen, I understand you hate Trump. You hate him. He's a crazy motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, everyone knows that. He's off his nuts. He's probably high as a motherfucker every day. He's, what, 80? <laughs> He's running around doing all this crazy. Then, doesn't sleep. He's on Twitter lighting motherfuckers up. But he still did this. You gotta talk about the things that just can we go right, right? So, yeah, I think there was this whole big deal amongst, um, you know, Gulf states that until the situation between Palestine and Israel had been sorted out, no one was going to acknowledge Israel. That was the deal, right? But, um, yeah, the fact that now... United Emirates, United Arab Emirates and Bahrain have done that, have acknowledged Israel. It does really kind of impact that region, you know, and hopefully it, it will help usher in, you know, just changes and peace. And this is definitely a step in that direction. Now, obviously, more work needs to be done, right? And, yeah, this is just an icing over the whole situation. There is more to it. It is some craziness that all came out of the Second World War. It ain't good, right? It was people sitting around the table going, oh, let's do this, without really paying any attention to... You know, religious groups and just a whole heap of things, right? So, it's been a mess since 48. Well, even before 48, because all the talk was leading up to it. But yeah, it's been a mess. So, for this to happen, man, it is fucking huge. And also, right, I think... It's a big thing to understand that Bahrain and, you know, the UAE, they are um, huge allies of Saudi Arabia, right? So, if then Saudi Arabia come forward and acknowledge Israel too, whoa, whoa, man, yo... Hey, just I hope that something can get sorted out over there Because it's some craziness And there's way too many innocent people Just living in fear, poverty It's not good, man So if that can, you know what I mean, progress well, that will be at least something good comes out of 20 fucking 20 people. So, um, yo, that's awesome. That's awesome. I ain't going to say it. You know what I mean? Frankly, both sides, <laughs> both sides ain't good. You know what I mean? So you can hate Trump, but hey, this happened. You know what I mean? You cannot deny 
history, people. All right. But that leads us in to um, just a whole heap of shit. Whole heap of shit. Because, yo, you mean, there's always crazy stuff going down. And um, this week is no different. All right. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so we have just had the uh, the nominees for the Booker Prize come out, right? And um, yeah, so there are some debut uh, novelists in the list. You know what I mean? Um, a a a range of different topics. You know, from uh, climate change. The hardship of life in Zimbabwe, dementia, um, woman soldiers in Ethiopia in 1935. So, yeah, very diverse. Now, interestingly enough, there is a lot of talk because Hilary Mantle isn't nominated and everyone thought she would be for the, um, you know, her third book, the final instalment of her Thomas Cromwell trilogy, The Mirror and the Light. And look, you know, the previous two books won the prize, right? So, you know, she's a popular author. But I will say, look, you've won it twice. I do like when new people get a shot, you know what I mean, because, look, it's not to say that someone that who has previously won it should never get a look in again, but when there can only be so many nominees, you know, it is nice when, you know, some unheard people get up in that mix, Right, so um, yeah, this year we've got Diana Cook with the New Wilderness, uh, Tasiti uh, Dangan Baj for this mournable body, which is the um last part in uh her trilogy of books, which started with the nervous condition. And then there was the Book of Not, right? So, um, yeah, there's that. Then we've got Avini Dushi with Burnt Sugar. Uh, Maza Mengest with The Shadow King. Douglas Stewart with Shuggy Bane. And Brandon Taylor with Real Life. And the winner will be announced on the 17th of November, so, uh, yeah, haven't read any of these ones, um, don't know, interesting, I will possibly look into it, and, um, see, hmm, now, it all depends if there's going to be an event this year as well, no one knows as of yet, but, uh, yeah, we will stay tuned. 
Okay, so ever since John Allen Chu was killed by um, tribes, you know, isolated tribes in India, like, I, you know, I did wonder how, you know, how people would approach indigenous tribes, right, because this dude, now this dude was an idiot, he was a missionary trying to preach the fucking bible, and it's just like, leave it alone, you know what I mean, leave it alone, you deserved what you got, but, you know, there, there is, um, like, sometimes there is a lot of good with trying to, you know, connect with some of these tribes. I mean, when it comes to helping, and there's a, a so there's a lot of um, deforestation happening in the Amazon, which really is not a good thing. Especially because, you know, it, uh, it is meant to be, like, large parts of the Amazon is meant to be restricted land, right? But for some reason, the current fucking president of Brazil, he ain't, he's... Yeah, he wants to develop the, the, you know, the land. I mean, yeah, you're going to make money, but, yo, just, you're going to lose so much. And what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, look for other ways to make fucking money, son. You know what I mean? It, it, it's fucking crazy. But all of this, it just leads to issues. And so a... Uh, you know, uh, a, a Brazilian, um, like, he was an expert in, well, <laughs> he say that, he's a supposed expert in the isolated tribes, you know, indigenous tribes in the Amazon, he was killed just the other day, uh, now, it, so it, was a, it sounds like a weird fucking situation as well, because, you know, supposedly there had been a lot of sightings recently, and I think it's due to you know log illegal loggers and miners in the region. So I don't, it doesn't say why, but he was with some police and they tried to make contact, but right. That what they were approaching turns out was a war fucking party, who then just started raining arrows at him, and uh, yeah, he got hit with an arrow and died. But it's it's just like I don't know because if you're an expert, how do you not spot it's a fucking war party, you know? And surely. You must, there must be a better way than just walk up to people, right? If it's an indigenous tribe who are isolated from the general public, just some, you know, what I mean, people in weird clothing walking up, that's gonna be alarming, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it just, 
it seems crazy, a weird thing to do, and the response, like, you know what I mean, you'd imagine the response would be what happened, arrows, you know what I mean, so, yeah, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's a weird situation, um, but it doesn't say, really say why they wanted to make contact with the tribe, you know, like, if you're trying to help them, like, yeah, there must be better ways of doing it than just blindly walking up. Because, yeah, it just seems very problematic, you know? And, yeah, this happens. Right, it says he got shot in the chest. He pulled the arrow out. But I would imagine the arrows would be fucking poisonous. Because, yeah, then he just dropped dead shortly afterwards. Uh, but, whew, I mean, kind of just leave them alone, you know what I mean, it's, cr- the weird thing is, there's meant to be a hundred, at least a hundred, a hundred known indigenous tribes in the Amazon, that's crazy, and I imagine there are more that no one knows about, right, that's fucking Crazy that there, yeah, that there's these you know, just tribes of people who have no idea what's going on in the outside world. Yeah, it sounds fucking fascinating, right? But, um, also, (laughs) like, yeah, I'm not trying to mess with those people, you know what I mean? Fuck no. And, like, just any contact with them, that's just, dang, like, dangerous from a health point of view. Because they would have no immune system to, like, just any of the shit that we could pass on. Yeah. Yeah. Man, leave the fucking tribes alone and stop the fucking deforestation of the Amazon. That's the big one, right? Fuck. You know, if people have to get shot by arrows, hey, fuck it. You know what I mean? And maybe this kind of thing will highlight and get people to uh, start behaving better. You know what I mean? Start behaving better. Stop, stop fucking up their home. God damn it. You know what I mean? Some crazy ass shit, man. Okay, so this is pretty big news. Well, I mean, if you uh, are into athletics, I guess, and watched Icarus, you know what I mean? Uh, but Lamine Diak, right? He used to be the head of athletics, you know what I mean? Head of the international association of athletics federation the iaaf which has been rebranded as world athletics he yeah he was head of that for 16 years how insane is that they had this motherfucker as their head for 16 years like if that isn't suspect, I don't know what else, right, because surely, you get to a point, you're like, yeah, this is me, I don't, I don't need to be here, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I don't need to be here. This is crazy. Someone younger should come in and do their thing here. But if you're getting those fat paychecks under that table, obviously you want to stay in for all this time. You know what I mean? But yeah, this motherfucker, right? He he was the head, but he has just been found guilty by the French authorities um, of uh, corruption. Yeah, of corruption. Now, right? So they gave him four years, which I kind of think, what? Is that it? <laughs> You know what I mean? An Olympic term. He gets an Olympic term in jail. What? And it's not even an Olympic term. Because two years were suspended. So it's just like, oh, he's got a Commonwealth term. Huh. Well, that's just a bit messy, right? But, um, yeah, they... they you know, I mean, he had been taking bribes from athletes who uh, were getting in trouble for drugs. You know what I mean? So, if an athlete was um, getting heat for drugs, or, you know, some tests had come through, and they were looking like they were going to get suspended, they'd slip him some money, and he would clean it all up. You were up? And there was all the whole controversy um, which led into the 2012 Olympics, right? Around doping and everything like that. Well, he was in charge then. (laughs) So, yeah, he slipped a good-ass few of people through at that point too, right? Which you're just like, what the fuck? It's in... Insane, it's insane, and it's weird, right, so the judge said, you know, that his actions undermined the value of athletics and the fight against doping, so you kind of feel that, well, then, more than four years, right, if you're you're saying that, more than four years, because... Oh shit, what is it? I think if you get caught for doping or uh, I think it's it might be on your third time you get a lifetime ban. Right? I think it's something like that. I feel that you can get caught twice and you can still compete, which is insane. Right? So you're just like Four years just ain't enough. And also, so this is the thing, right? You've got that dirty ass in jail. Um, but anyone associated with slipping him bribes, I feel they need to get banned from the sport. You know what I mean? So if it's a coach, a federation, ban them all, right, if you want to stamp out drugs, right, if you want to do that, that's what you need to do, you know what I mean, and to be honest with you as well, to be honest with you, right, now, Sebastian Coe took over from this dude, right, and 
listen, listen, I have no evidence, right? I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if that motherfucker isn't taking shit too. Right, because with all of this evidence, that pussy hole still would not commit on just issuing just comprehensive bans. You know what I mean? He just fucking tiptoed around the topic, like ended up leaving it to individual associations. And it's just like, listen, we've got all the evidence. Just a ban people, you bitch. You know what I mean? If you want to just eradicate the these fucking dirty drug cheats, right? Just ban the motherfuckers. But yeah, little bitch boy Co wouldn't do that. So um yeah. I have my doubts about that motherfucker. But at least Diak is um, going to serve his time. I do feel it's just fuckeries though. That, you know what I mean? I, he's not going to serve the full four. I mean, he's 87. Right? And I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Let him just rot. Like, yeah, fuck it. You know what I mean? He's basically dead. He's 87. You know what I mean? Like, so he's basically dead. You know what I mean? They fined him 500 euros, right? Sorry, 500,000 euros. Yeah, 500. Just be like, what? You know what I mean? 500,000 euros, which I'm just like, is he even going to pay all of that shit back? You know what I mean? Is he even going to pay all of that back? I don't even know. But yeah, just put him in jail. Maybe um, make him French kiss someone with COVID. Just, like, end shit quick. Because he's not a healthy-looking dude. You know what I mean? If he gets COVID, he's dead. So, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Would you just imagine, right, all those motherfucking athletes who could have been champions, could have had world records, but because this son of a bitch... Allowed all these little drug cheats to compete. They didn't get, you know, that opportunity. So, um, yeah, I have no qualms. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey, they said let them eat cake. Let him rot. That's what I say. And no cake. No cake at all. Son of a bitch. Can just eat a jar of fucking Marmite. Yeah. I'm fucking like it. Okay, so, look, I saw this story about the, um, is it, the Muse d'Aussie in uh, Paris, right? Because they wouldn't let a woman in who's wearing a low-cut dress. And, right, I kind of feel there's different ways to look at this. Right, and I would say that it's really, it's not an issue. Like, if someone says you can't come in wearing certain clothing, why is that that much of an issue? Because, 
Alright, let's let's be, you know, if you went to um, a Muslim country, if you went to, you know, Jerusalem, somewhere like that, you know, right, I can't, I can't go into certain places in certain garb. And everyone's fine, no one cares, everyone will follow those rules, right? But for some weird reason, like, if somewhere says that in another country, it's just like, oh, no, that's out of line, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, no, it, it's it's their decision, right? If an establishment, you know, they, they see themselves as being a place that, you know, maybe, I don't know, right? But they just want a certain vibe to a spot. Then that's up to them. They can say, we would like people to dress in a certain way. Right? And I I see some write-up of this whole incident. And it's like, it was a hot day. Right? So a hot day. Listen, a low-cut dress on a hot day isn't because there's still a lot it's not like it was a halter top or something she's got long sleeves on the dress so it's you can't say oh it, it she was wearing it because you know she's trying to keep cool because that's a bullshit it's a bullshit excuse right you can say hey she just likes that dress you know, that's fine, you know, she has, um, no issue with, like, displaying flesh, which is fine, that is not an issue, but to act like, right, that this, you know what I mean, this dress doesn't expose flesh, or, you know, this doesn't do a thing, come on, like, that's a lie too, because you know, you know it does, right, you know it does, you know that, you know, you have large breasts, now that's what they're saying, I don't even know, it's a fucking photo, right, like, who fucking, but that's what the article is saying, like, she's got big breasts, and, you know, like, she didn't want to feel objectified and blah, 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 blah. But you know you've got large breasts. <laughs> if you've got large breasts, you know you've got large breasts. You know a dress is low cut. These things are undeniable. Right? So if a place is just like, listen, we, you know what I mean? We don't really... That's not our thing Then you just have to go with that shit, right? Like, where is the issue in that? Because if you're saying that everyone is allowed to do what they want Right, you you know what I mean? If we're meant to be in a world where you have the freedom to do these things You have the freedom to act in a certain way Dress in a certain way Say what we want If that's what we want then you have to give organisations, you know, the freedom to say, 
We would rather have our clientele to dress like this. Like, you go to certain restaurants, right? And you can't wear trainers. You've got to wear shoes. Or you've got to wear a jacket. Like, why would I turn up in trainers, shorts, and a, you know, a logo t-shirt and try and demand my way in? No. Because I understand that's their policy. Right? So, what are we doing here? Like, just say, oh, it's terrible, it's sexist. Well, it's, if it's a rule, it's a rule, right? As simple as that. It's as simple as that. Like, maybe she didn't know the rule. Now she does. So when she goes again. But there will be uh, plenty of other places that don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just don't care. And won't mind what she wears when she goes in. Yeah, so I'm just like, it, it's just this weird piece that people want to get, I feel, just enraged about an incident. That, why are you being enraged about this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why? It, it, it's their right to do a thing. It's your right to go, well, I agree or I don't agree. As I don't agree, I will not be coming back. That that's the thing, and so like it then goes. Oh, she's a huge fan of art, so she you know she um doesn't really mind, and all that. Well, obviously she did mind, because this wouldn't be a thing if she didn't care. So. I, I, we need to stop doing this bullshit These stupid ass dances Around Like Stupid little things That are really inconsequential Because there's other shit That is really going on That's really infringing on people's human rights But we want to talk about Stupidness like this You know Someone being told that Wearing a low cut dress Isn't appropriate for their establishment Like That isn't human rights People <laughs> It's really not You know what I mean Come on Grow the fuck up And stop looking for ways To be Victimised Because Yeah that's what it is You're looking for ways to be victimised And you want to Seize this Come on Let, Let's uh, Yeah let's turn our attention To the real shit going on Like that fucking poor Guy in Iran Who was executed For attending a Peaceful protest yeah, uh, think about that, you know, especially the fact that, hey, there's people protesting right now on Black Lives Matter, people protesting on, you know, Trump, on Biden, on gun rights, on so many things, climate change, there's so many people out there protesting, and 
they're allowed. I mean, they're allowed. But there are certain countries where, no, you can't do that shit. Now, that, people, that is going against human rights. So, yeah, let's try and right those wrongs rather than pay attention to bullshit. Yo, people, Brianna Taylor was killed on the 13th of March, right? Today is the 16th of September. 16th of September, people, six months, right? It's been six months since she was killed. I mean, let's be honest, she was murdered, right? Still no arrests. Still no arrests. How insane is that? It's crazy. Now, some there has been movement, right? So, well, there's been a lot of things that were put into place, but then we never heard anything. Like the FBI started to look into it. But then nothing. We heard nothing. You know, it's insane. So, to, I mean, it wasn't today. All right. It was the other day. Right. Um, I believe it was on the 15th. You know, uh, Louisville. Right. Officials in Louisville, Kentucky have um, issued a huge payout to um, Taylor's family. Right. Twelve million dollars, which is nine point three million pounds. Right, so that is um yeah, that's going to Taylor's family. And um it's oh man, it's the largest cash settlement awarded in a uh uh police misconduct hearing. Which it's crazy, right? You're thinking, okay, so if we've had this wrongful death, you know, investigation, and you know, the the council have gone, yeah, no, this was fuckeries. Here is this money, the largest ever payout. Surely that should indicate some things. You know what I mean? That should indicate, yeah, like, more needs to be done. You know what I mean? Like, stuff needs to be looked at. Right? Now, with, um, you know, with this payout, with this settlement, it there are also police reforms which are attached, which is interesting. Right? So, um... There is now a requirement that all search warrants be approved by a senior officer. You know, because the, you know, what, I mean, I guess everyone probably must know what happened, really, right? So, um, yeah, the police department were looking for a gentleman who was... In getting investigated for, for drug dealing, trafficking, right? 
but he wasn't actually registered to that address. Now, I believe he was an ex-boyfriend of Taylor's, but they'd been separated for a while. Not registered to the address. So the police obtained this no-knock warrant, but the warrant was a sloppy as hell. You know, there was no, like, if you went properly, the warrant would have been, it would not have been issued. There was not enough evidence to warrant it. And then when you look at all the warrants which this one, like, the person that put it through issued, all using the same language, all very sloppy, but, yeah, they'd all been pushed through, right? So, you know, having... Um, you know, all of these signed off, that's definitely a, a better process, right? There now adds a new layer to it, which should, I mean, you know what I mean? Humans are fuckers, but it should bring accountability, you know? So there is that. Um, now this is interesting, right? So they're also saying that police officers who live in the neighborhoods that they patrol will be getting, you know, housing credits, which, you know, again, when you talk to people in the past, right, the police that they would see in the neighborhood lived in the neighborhood, Right, so that then fosters a an understanding, a communication. You know what I mean? Like the the, the police understand the neighbor. They see, yeah, you know, they they know that oh, there's this issue happening right now. So, which then would you mean help their response to certain things? Like if you know certain information, you go, okay, that's nothing because that's just blah blah blah. Or, oh, now, I know that they're having issues with this, so we better go check that out. You know what I mean? That, that's pretty big, right? So, there's at least those things attached. Now, it doesn't say if there's anything else in there. But, um, yeah, I, I do wonder what else would be. Because, you know what I mean? There's definitely other reforms that need to be made, but... Hey, this is a start, right? This is definitely a start. Now, like, what is really insane when you just think about everything went down, right? Um, the 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 police officer who shot Taylor, he was sacked. You know what I mean? He was sacked in June, right? And the other two that participated in the raid, they're on administrative leave. Right, so that happened. So you're just thinking, okay, why haven't charges been brought? You know, if, if you're sacking someone, that means they fucked up. Right? Something huge happened. Because look, if they're not quite sure, if they're looking into it, there's administrative leave. Right? There's certain things that institutions like the police, 
um, you know, the NHS, medical associations, you know, the church, right, schools, like these large institutions, they don't sack people easily, I mean, there is a lot of red tape and ways they can just shuffle certain people around, right? So, for someone to actually be fired, something happened, right? There is an understanding that, yeah, some shit went down, right? So, you're just thinking, okay, so if you sacked him... Why hasn't he been arrested? You know, that, that, that's the, the huge thing that baffles everyone. Then, on top of all of that, the police chief got sacked in June as well. So, all of this shit went down in June, but no criminal charges. You know what I mean? No criminal charges. And I think this is, like, the huge issue that people have, right? Because everyone will go, oh, you know, it's got nothing to do with race. But if this, you know what I mean? If Rihanna Taylor was white, shit would have happened a lot quicker. And there is a lot of evidence that points to that, right? So... Listen, and, like, people might go, oh, no, actually, there was a case in, uh, you know, 20, uh, you know, 16, and blah, 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 and this is like, listen, shut up, (laughs) you know what I mean, shut up, right, like, this isn't a political argument, this is just human decency, you know what I mean? So all the people that scramble, for example, to to kind of go, look, no, racism doesn't exist. No, (laughs) no, look, look, Stephen Tyler, he was arrested and he did shut up. Can we just understand? There's a lot of fuckeries that have gone on. Just admit it. It's not going to change anything. Like, it's not going to affect your fucking lives just to go, yeah, this was wrong, man. This was fucking wrong. So, yeah, it, 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 it's just, you know, it, 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 it just infuriates you when no one can give you a fucking answer to why. Right? To why has this taken this long? Why have there not been arrests? When you're paying out $12 million, you know something fucked up. You wouldn't pay that out if, you know, I don't know, the officers were in their full right to do what they did. They did nothing wrong. Then you wouldn't pay that money. <laughs> if, if everything was by the book, if everything was official, you ain't paying that money. So, you know, what is going on? What's going on? You know? Yes, it's just, ugh. Now, um, Taylor's, the Taylor family, the lawyer, um, you know, she put out a, a statement. Um, 
You know, she said, today, what we did here was to do what we could to, um, could do to bring a little bit of police reform, and it's just a start. But we finished the first mile in the marathon, and we've got a lot more miles to go to until we achieve and cross that finish line. Which, yeah, I I see that. Now, what is kind of annoying, right? So there's, um, yeah, there's this uh, social justice organization. You know, they've been holding rallies and everything like that. They put out their own statement, you know? It's just like, no amount of money will bring back Breonna Taylor. And it's just like, yeah. I'm I'm sure her family gets that. Fuck faces. You know what I mean? It's just like, listen, you holding rallies. You you're keeping her name out there. We get it. That's great. Understand. <laughs> Understand that the family are you know, living a fucking hell. You know what I mean? So you grandstanding coming out of your Fucking, you know what I mean, keyword laden speeches ain't helping shit. You know what I mean? Ain't helping. It is kind of just like, ugh, what are you doing? Like, and what, you don't even have to say anything. Let the family do their thing right now. You shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, it's motherfuckers who are like, oh, it's our time. We can get in the news too. Like, shut up. Just shut up. But, uh, yeah. Look. I mean, this settlement is a huge step. But, yeah, let's do the right fucking thing, people. Let's just push this shit. Arrest these motherfuckers. Because if you want to reform the police, you've got to hold people accountable. Right, you gotta hold them accountable because it's not just the fact that they just botched this thing and killed an innocent woman, it's the lies after the fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? The amount of lies they told afterwards to try and get out of it. That's yeah. So hey. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Hopefully, Louisville, hey, they're going to do the right thing. You know what I mean? They've done this. Now, let's follow through, people. Let's just fucking follow through. Okay, so you may have noticed a lack of celebrity action on social media today. Well, people, that's because all of your favorite morons decided to boycott. Uh, So they're calling it Stop Hate for Profit, right? It's a, um, yeah, a campaign, right? Because they are claiming the you know there's a lot of misinformation hate and propaganda spread over social media so to counter it right to counter 
misinformation, propaganda and hate, right? What do you think you do? You disappear. Yes, that's right. All of these stupid morons decided to bounce for the day. Now, the list... You know, this is just... I know there was a lot of people involved. The the ones who I know. So, Kim Kardashian West. She, um... Yeah, she disappeared. I believe Chris Rock did. Um... We had Sasha Baron Cohen, Jennifer Lawrence, Katie Perry. You know, they all bounced Ashton Kutcher. Right? And it's stupid. <laughs> it's really fucking stupid when everyone decided to, you know, stay silent on Tuesday after, you know, everything that happened. Earlier on with George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, and all of those. Again, stupid. Right? Now, everyone wants to blame Zuckerberg and all the others. Right? Yo, Ashton Kutcher said, oh gosh, what did Kutcher say? Um, these tools were not built to spread hate and violence. Maybe not, but remember, human beings are using them, <laughs> you know what I mean, that's the thing, you can say whatever, right, but it's the human element that makes everything go weird, so, hey, if you want to live in a world where you can't say anything, uh, go to a dictatorship, Right now, the best way to counter misinformation and things like that is fault pieces. You know what I mean? Because, hey, you can't tell me. You can look at the news. No news outlet really puts out the whole story. Everyone is editing things to fit their own narrative. Right? No one's going to say, yeah, no, so I did this thing. To be honest, I I was hoping for this result. It didn't really completely go like that. I think, you know, yeah, it. I could have done better, right? I could have probably done better. Next time, I'm going to make some more changes. Bring some different voices in. Blah, blah, you know what I mean? Instead of saying anything like that, it would just be like, I was completely right. Or the other side sabotaged me. Ah, blah, 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 blah. That's what it, but every outlet does. Right? So people need to stop with that bullshit. Yeah, because it's not an argument. Right? The way to counter all of these things... Is put out the, all the information You know Put out unbiased pieces Giving people the facts Because the way people talk Right Is if everyone else is morons Right They're like we, we see all of this Misinformation and propaganda And it's terrible It's very harmful You're basically saying that you think Everyone else is a moron And can't see through it Right which is very fucking patronising. Look, of course there are going to be some people that believe the information. But those people, 
they're always going to be easily steered, right? I remember when, um, oh gosh, I believe it was McCain, right, was going up against, I feel it was Bush, right? And I think Bush had come out and said that McCain hadn't actually fought on the front line, which he had, <laughs> he was a war veteran, like, he had beat out there, right, and papers published this shit, now, McCain, you know what I mean, he threatened to sue, and they issued a retraction, but, where the first story is on the front page, the retraction is on, like, page seven, a small, tiny article, and you went out, like, some people went out and spoke to, uh, you know, certain people, and they're like, um, so how are you voting, and they're like, Bush, you know, because McCain wasn't in the war, and they're like, oh, no, no, that was, that was false, right, a retraction was printed, he was there, and they're like, no, I still don't believe it, and it was just like, wait, what, <laughs> you know what I mean, it was proven to be false, right, so those people, they're easily led, there's always going to be some people who are easily led, but, for the majority, right, the majority, if you give them a, 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 a nuanced argument with all the information, they will then make up their mind, right, so just stop with the bullshit, like, because these motherfuckers have no work right now, you know, right? like, yes, some things have gone back into production, but not Hearing not across the board So there's people that aren't working And it's like, ah, we need to keep our name out there So it was just like those horrible videos We will no longer sit in silence Shut up So now, it's like, what else can we do? How else can we, you know, look righteous in front of our fans and the general public? So they do stupidness like this Staying silent is never the fucking answer, people. It's always the problem. Yo, if you want to fight ignorance, put out information. And let's, you know, start being honest. Put out all the information. You know what I mean? Don't try and colour it either direction. You're in, put it all out there and let people make a decision. That's the way you stop propaganda, right? Not by putting up a coloured square. Not by saying, I'm going away for a day. No. Counter it with unbiased information. Right? Give that a try, people. Give that a Try, okay. Well, I think we can probably, uh, yeah. Just should we bounce over to something else? You know what I mean? Something a little more exciting. <laughs> All right, let's do that. Okay, people, people. This week's chin check has a lot of shit. We go back to the Contender Series. We look ahead to tomorrow's night's Invicta 42. 
We look then to the weekend when Tyrone Woodley finally steps into the octagon against Colby Covington. Oh shit, it's a huge card people, it's a huge card. So we're looking at all of that. So once you are done with this, remember, go check out Chin Check. Forward it on to your friends. You know what I mean? Do that. Hey, if you're an MMA star, hit me up. Let's have a conversation. You know what I mean? If you're a coach, gym holder, let's have a talk. We'll go out on the pod. All right, people? So do that. But finish this first, all right? Let's go. Okay, so there had been a lot of talk about this show. So I figured, listen, I'll give it a check, right? I'm talking about you. Not you, but the TV series that started on Lifetime and then moved to Netflix, right? So it's based on some books and that I did not know. You know what I mean? I I just thought it was just yeah, just a series, right? But no, it's it's based on uh, an actual book series. You know, two seasons and there's two books, which yeah, makes sense, right? So the original book was you know it's the same name and it's by Carolyn Kepnes. And, um, yeah, she did a follow-up book, Hidden Bodies. I don't know if there's a third book. Because it has been renewed for a third season. But, uh, yeah, there you go. So, Greg Belanti and Sarah Gamble developed the series. And, um, you know, the first season, it's uh, starring Penn Bagley. Elizabeth Lael, uh, Luca Padovan, Zach Cherry, Shay Mitchell, uh, Amber Childers, Mark Bloom, uh, Victoria Katagina, uh, Nicole Kang, Catherine Gallagher, Daniel Cosgrove, uh, Harry Neff. Uh, John Stamos. Yeah, so yeah, it had a decent cast. Um, now the premise is this, right? The story follows Joel Goldberg, a bookstore manager in New York, who, upon meeting Guinevere Beck, an aspiring writer, becomes infatuated with her. He feeds his toxic obsession using social media and other technology to track her presence and remove obstacles to their romance. So, yeah, it's um, like 10 episodes, right? Uh, They're about 50 minutes an episode. Um, now, I think a lot of the times, you know, with stuff like this, like, it can be a bit, uh, I, you know, there wasn't enough, right? There needed to be more, 
you know, what's happening here? But I did kind of feel that, yeah, it could have been shorter, right? It, it definitely just seemed it could have been shorter. There was a, um, I don't know, like the story was, like the story was fine, you know, it's, it's nothing crazy, but it does, I think it follows these these huge leaps, <laughs> right, you have to just believe that all of this stuff is possible, because, you know, look, I'm no sleuth or anything like that, but you, you've got the guy following this woman, and then sometimes other people, and it doesn't really seem that he's, uh, I don't know, that far back, like, you, you kind of feel, how is it no one is spotting him. Now, they did have that happen later on, which that was, a, again, the way they did that, it was a bit like, really? You know? But up until that point, it was just like, wait, how are you having it that this person is following all these people around and no one's spotting it? Like, Following, you know, Guinevere to, like, an open mic night, right? And all her friends are there. And no one is spotting it. Or no one was just like, oh, I think I saw you at that club. Or, oh, I think I saw you in that restaurant. Or, it, it just seems a bit far out there. Yo, I, and I'm not saying that, look, everyone's going to notice it, or it would just be an overt, wait, oh, I think that guy's following us. But, you know what I mean, to have it that they just didn't even notice him, and then later on, it's just like, oh, Oh, you're, you're, you know, you're one of his boyfriend. Okay. And it's just, you know, it, it just was a bit of a leap. Also, like, she's living on, I think, the first floor. And she doesn't have, she the fact she doesn't have curtains is a little weird. You know, if you're on the second floor, like, but people can just see straight in. But then you're kind of like, and you don't see him. He's just basically standing outside the fucking yard. And no one's noticing him. You know, that just seemed a real freaking stretch to me. I'm just like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how is that possible? That is insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just seemed, uh, yeah, really weird. Really weird. Hey, you have all these other things happening as well, right? I think a, a lot of stuff where, 
things didn't always make sense. Like, she loses her phone, but he's able to keep hold of the phone. You know what I mean? And so there's two phones on that number. I'm like, huh? I didn't know that was possible. Unless someone cloned a phone. But that wasn't a cloned phone. So, how the fuck have you got two phones on the... You know what I mean? It it didn't make any sense. And he's reading her texts. But it's just like, you can... You know, if he's read a text and then she goes to her phone and sees that it's been... Like, surely, you know, there's just so much there that it's just like, hmm, I don't know if that's that's a thing, right? That, I don't know. Hey, maybe there's some little tech-savvy way of doing that shit, but it just seemed a little much, right? There was that crazy moment where she calls him and he's in the same bar as her and the he his phone goes off. I mean, firstly, if you're following people, your phone's on fucking silent, right? Your phone is on silent. And there was a few occasions where that kind of thing happened. And it's just like, what? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you doing? So there's that, but it's just like where everyone has the same ringtone. When someone doesn't have the same ringtone as everyone else, you notice it, right? So if you call someone and suddenly you hear that ringtone, it's just like, wait, hold on, because what's the chances of a load of other? You know what I mean? So, there was just things that people were just happy enough to go, eh, you know, eh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're like, what? How bizarre. How bizarre. So, a lot of just, I mean, like, you know, she says that her dad is dead, but her dad is really alive, and no one has picked up on that shit. Mmm, a little bit suspicious, I would say. I mean, there's a lot that's suspicious. How the fuck are you working in a bookshop, right? You're working in a bookshop, and you're not allowed to go downstairs where all the books are stored. I, you mean, I, I don't... By that someone isn't going to try. Right? Isn't going to be like, oh, yeah, I went down. You know what I mean? I just don't, I just don't see that. I don't see that. That was just a little bit, hmm, yeah. It, It didn't, yeah, it didn't fly with me. That definitely didn't fly with me. You've also got um, just the, those those other weird things like the the Paco, the kid, 
that lived at his neighbours. You know, there was just that whole situation. It was irritating. Right? Because you've got the kid moping. He's helping the kid. And the kid is just a little bit ungrateful, to say the least. You know, he tries to kill the, that your dude banging his mum one time. Fucks it up. Tries again. Fucks it up. But then it's all... But he didn't need to die. And it's just like, wait, 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 wait. You tried to kill him twice. No. Like, that just didn't seem the thing that that kid is saying at that moment in time. You know what I mean? Like, he might be skittish. He might be other things. But the whole, oh, but I don't know. He didn't need to die. And he's just like, wait. You were just hitting round the head with a bat. You tried to poison him. Yeah, come on. But yeah, that kid and just moaning all the time. You know, he, like he gets the mum Joe gets the mum clean and then he's just like, oh, and now she's and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Calm the fuck down. You know, calm the fuck down. Now, I granted, it all did pay off for Joe in the end in that situation. Because Paco didn't open the door. And then he didn't tell anyone. Because, yeah, he could have blown up Joe's spot. So, yet there is that. But just that kid was Fucking irritating. And, and just like the whole, um, oh yeah, I'm not speaking to Joe. I forgot the book was hidden. Oh yeah, and Joe said, like, the best place is to hide it. I'm just like, no. I, I don't buy that interaction. The interaction did not seem legit. And that's one big thing that you found, right? And, you know, for me, that goes into the the 10 episodes, right? Just being a bit long. Because, you know, they, 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 they kind of put themselves in certain situations and were just like, oh, okay, so we need the story to go here. So let's have this character just, you know, say this thing, drop this information. That makes no real rhyme or reason that they would. But then it allows us to go here. You know what I mean? And, it, and you're just like, hey? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was just, uh, oh, yeah, he hides things. <laughs> and straight away she goes to look, right? Straight away she goes to look. But it was just, yeah. Even in that situation, you kind of feel she could have left the house. Right? The the fact that it took her that long to, it was just like, she could have left. That, that was really just dragged out for the moment. You know what I mean? For the scene. Ugh. 
<laughs> yeah, there's, there's it's just there was a just uh, just too much of that, too much of that, and just things that did like something else that didn't make any sense. Right. Well, firstly, you. Guinevere lets uh, her uh, Salinger, what's her name? Peach. Yes, her friend Peach just ransacked Joe's house, and you're just like, what? Like, who's doing that? On now, you could say, I right, come in. You can wait for him, but you wouldn't. You know I mean, that was just a weird situation And then you just feel like Oh, well, I don't know if you've taken it And you're just like, wait, what? It, it was a weird interaction That should have led to other stuff But it then didn't If you're going to play it like that Right? The story's going in a different way because you would say to a chick, like, how the fuck are you letting someone in, letting them just ransack my fucking place? And then when I say to you, what, you act like I stole it? Nah, we got a big fucking problem here, right? You better go. We better get the fuck out. Like, there's, you, there's something that would go on after that. Right, so it just didn't read true. The just Joe in Peach's fucking house was just a uh, a weird situation. That you're just like he's under the bed getting text messages, and neither of the people in the bed heard him. That's just. Ridiculous <laughs> Him creeping around that fucking house Makes no sense whatsoever Right he, They just kept on throwing in these stupid things And it's just like This isn't really adding. You could have played this whole moment differently If you just want him to kill her so many ways you could do it, but this it's stupid, really fucking stupid. And I think character wise, no one was good, like everyone was weird, everyone was just dodgy, like, you couldn't go, yeah, I really like that character, that character's stand up, that character, you're just like, no, they're all dodgy, like, Guinevere knew that Peach put that video online against her other friend, but doesn't say anything, that's just fucking some shabby shit, right, Shabby shit. Yo, it was just, yeah, there was too much. There was just too much stuff in it that you're just like, what are you doing? And then when a, a plot line, you're thinking, okay, so 
how the fuck is that gonna play out now? Then they do a free, oh, it's been three months since, and you're just like, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? How are you jumping, like, in time like that? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it was just some stupidness. And especially at the end. Right? Especially at the end. Because it's just like, oh, so this happened. Oh, yeah, I then wrote a book (laughs) using information that she'd given me. You know what I mean? Which then becomes a best-selling novel. I oh, I have to go and plant all this inf- information on my man's your know, property. Like there's a lot there that you're just like, wait, say what? What? Huh? You did? Hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just like... And... You still would kind of feel that... Like, seeing how Paco had acted previously... That he would have gone to Joe and... Did you kill her? You know? You know? Like, that little fuck... He's gonna say something. Right? So, for that not to go down... You're like... Huh? Wait, what's going down? I don't even fucking know. That shit don't make sense to me, people. Come on. So, yeah. There there was a lot there. And then the whole Candy's, Candy's thing at the very end was just, uh, what? Right? It was just, you know, obviously, it's it's thrown there kind of a shock value, like, da-dum. You know, and so you come back for season two. But you have got the guy having all these flashbacks throughout the season. Right? So he is playing all these things out. And as time goes by, you, you it's then the, oh, yeah, I killed you. Like, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. So if something went wrong, the, all of those flashbacks would have been different. Right? So you can't show the flashbacks like you've shown them. And then at the very end, be like, yay, she's alive. Right, and he not really to be that shocked, like ah fuck. I was hoping you were gonna be dead, but uh, probably should have. So yeah, like there was doubt within him, which then means he wouldn't see those flashbacks the way you showed the fucking flashbacks. Come on, ah. <sighs> But, yeah, to be honest, people, I don't know what the fuss is about. Because, yeah, the show was infuriating. 
<laughs> it's infuriating. But you know what? To be honest, no. Right? I, I can definitely see why it's popular when, you know, things like bones and suits and supernatural, all these hokey ass shows are popular. So, yeah, if people are loving all of those, obviously they would get behind this. <laughs> but yeah, I do not think. Actually, I can pretty much confirm I'm not watching season two (laughs) or three, right? The only way I would is if some, you know what I mean? You start seeing a chick and she's just like, I really want to watch it. I really think you like it. All right, if, if you watch this, I'll watch that or... I'll do that, you know what I mean, so, that's the only way, it's the only way, whereas, left to my own devices, no chance, (laughs) no motherfucking chance, but there you have it, people, that's what I think of season one of you, (laughs) just, ew, (laughs) okay, so, this week, I checked out Disobedience. This is by Naomi Alderman and it was narrated by Rachel Aikens. So, the gist of the book is this. In a gramped, huh, sorry, in a cramped even synagogue in North West London, the eminent elderly rabbi passes away. On the other side of the Atlantic, his estranged daughter, Ronit, hears of her father's death and returns to London for the funeral. She has not returned home in 15 years. Ronit looks forward to a week or two of revisiting old friends, perhaps settling old scores, but she finds the community she grew up in a more confusing place than she'd anticipated, particularly when she is unexpectedly reunited with Esty, her childhood sweetheart, who has taken a very different path in life. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the gist of things, people. And um, look, I I I'd enjoyed Alderman's uh book power uh so i figured i would give this a look um also you know because you know i'd heard that the film of the book was um really good so i was like okay all right let me check it out i mean also because you know (laughs) audible had a sale and it was uh, going for extremely uh, low cost, but yeah, I figured. All right, let me let me give this a look. Uh, and you know, like it gives you kind of that insight to the Jewish community somewhat. I I don't think it really goes as as. Deep as you might want 
you know, as, as deep as would be really interesting, right, it skims over the surface on a few things, you know what I mean, like, uh, I guess, you know, within the orthodox Jewish community, because I, I, you know, I think most people, like, know Jewish people, right, it, it's not crazy, and you have some sort of understanding of certain things, but the orthodox community is a lot different, right, so, you know, just like the whole, you know, you can't really marry outside the community, so the bloodline, you know what I mean, it, there's not much, <laughs> like, there's not a lot of people to, uh, you know, choose from, right, so the bloodline is a bit dodgy, and that's one thing, like, you know what I mean, I guess I hadn't really thought of, right, because you just kind of assume, you know, there, there should be enough people for you to be able to marry someone who isn't re, who isn't connected to you, right? But you know, so yeah, you you get little bits of information like that, which you're like, oh, okay, that's in, yeah, that's interesting. But um, yeah, I just feel it it it, it could have gone more. You know, it could have gone harder There's like, the book goes on, right And so, you learn different things You know, so it's the whole thing between Esty and Ronnie But, like, what you then discover about that Does make you question I, I kind of feel like the sexuality of people just in general, right? Because you do kind of, I think there's the kind of opinion, like the notion, that's the word I'm looking for, the notion that run it. Kind of only goes with Esty So Esty Focuses on Ronit But that's not explored Right it, it, I, I do feel that that is Something that is kind of alluded to But yeah it, it, It's just not explored So you're just like Oh are we just We're just leaving that there You know what I mean Huh, okay, well that feels weird And there's other things that are just kind of thrown out But then just not You know, like Just David's, uh, his connection with Esty Because then you kind of feel like, you know, he's always kind of known but then, you know, there's, like, still sex between them. So you're just like, what's happening there? And it goes like, oh, it's a little creepy. Like, if he knows that she's not really in it, then what are you doing? 
January. Like, and these are kind of things that, yeah, would have been interesting. Because, hey, you must have that running through your mind, right? If you know that your wife really isn't into dudes, like, she's, she covers, like, you know she just fancies women. But she married you because, you know, it's against the religion and all of that. Then it'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can have sex with her. Because if I know that's not her thing, right, what am I doing? Like, hmm. And so, like, you'd feel there would be that kind of pondering, that kind of like, huh, should I be doing this? Uh, But I do love her. You know, I love her for her, and blah, 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 you know what I mean, there'd just be that, so that would have been interesting, just to get that insight, plus the whole headache situation, and no one, (laughs) no one thinks about hospitals, right, it's a bit like, wait, what? What, 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 what's happening here, like, huh? Yo, so we have all of this. You have the um the situation with that wealthy um old dude who's kind of tries to blackmail Ron it. That seemed to kind of end on an anticlimactical kind of note at the very end. There's a lot that seems to you know what I mean just Finish on that anticlimactic no, which just kind of makes you go, oh, like, huh? Yo, like the end just then jumps forward in time, so you then have this bit like, oh right, so you know all of this is happening off camera essentially. Yeah, I mean, it just feels a bit weird to do it like that. Just give us more, right? Give us that insight. Give us that that true deep dive into these people's thoughts and souls. Because you're just not doing it. Like you have the whole big, you know, speech. That you then kind of go, well, why didn't they just do that earlier? Right? It, it, it's kind of like, what? If you're doing that now, like, so why didn't you do that earlier? So, yeah, give us that. Give us just all of these thought processes. Because it's just, it, it, it skips along on certain things, certain topics, but nothing else, right? Ronit's kind of opinion on SD marrying a guy, when Ronit is having an affair with a guy, how about that gets explored, but there's this hypocrisy, you know what I mean, that's just not looked at. And listen, right? Even because everyone does this to a certain degree, but 
I kind of feel that you you give yourself the out, right? So if someone's doing something and they're like, can't believe they've done that. I mean, yeah, you know, may, I I kind of did it, but I only did it because but 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 but. I mean, they're doing it just because, which is crazy. So you know, what I mean, you justify yourself while still kind of condemning them. So, yeah, give us that. Just I would have liked more. I just felt the book kind of skimmed over topics, you know, just the affair thing and just every, like, ah, it doesn't give us anything really, you know, any real emotion, like proper emotion on a lot of these things, and I would have liked that, you know, but listen, my friend really enjoyed the book So, uh, yeah, you know it, it, It's if you don't really need that extra stuff Because I'm sure other people are just reading going, oh, great story You know what I mean? And can enjoy it for that I'm odd, right? I oftentimes just want more information so yeah, it could it, it could very much be just me, right? I'm sure a lot of times, yeah, that that, that, that kind of thing is definitely just me. <laughs> Rachel Atkins though does a good job with the narration, so um, you know, I get if you like Alderman's work, this could possibly be um, yeah, your cup of tea. You know, so uh, go check out the audiobook if um, that is the case, people. There you go. So that's disobedience. Okay, people. So we reached that time again. But before we close things down, let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of TV. Well, AMC have, um, yeah, they've teamed up with uh, Steve Connard and, uh, you know, the Robot Chicken producers to uh, create Mega City Smiths. Hmm, okay. Well, it will consist of six 30-minute episodes... Right, and um, yeah, basically, they're using baby dolls repurposed as a grown up cast of characters, right? Um, yeah, to tell this odd story, right, which is uh, an investigation into the mysterious disappearance of the fictional metropolis mega cities. Most famous magnet. They're, they're gonna, we're gonna see two detectives follow the case, rallying to fight against their city's dangerous corruption at a high cost to themselves and their families. Yeah, it's an odd one. Um, 
yeah, Con- Conard is going to be the showrunner, uh, which is said to be debuting next year. Um, so, HBO Max have got a Julia Child uh, TV series in the works. I mean, hopefully it'll be better than the film because, god damn it, that was irritating as a motherfucker. Um, but so we got David Hyde Pierce, who is gonna play Paul Child, and um, the the role of Julia is gonna be uh, played by Sarah Lancashire. Yeah. Um, also, Brittany Bradford, Fran Kranz, Fiona Glascott, Jefferson Mays, Isabella Rossellini, Karen, and um, Beb Newtworth. Yeah, they're all going to be up in this. Uh, David Goldfarb is going to write and executive produce. And uh, Chris Kaisha is going to be the showrunner. Hmm. Now, other HBO news. They have uh, handed out a, uh, you know, a free season extension to um, John Oliver's Last Week Tonight. So, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? That means the show's gonna run all the way through to 2023. So, um, yeah, that will be its 10th season. So, um, you know, they have faith in that, it would seem. Okay, so people, if you're a fan of South Park, you wanna mark, um, yeah, you wanna mark the 30th of September in your calendars. Because this is going to see the first ever hour-long episode. Yup, yup. That's right, people. First ever hour-long episode. Uh, And it's basically going to be them looking at, um, yeah, just everything that's been going down in the last few months. Right? So they've issued a synopsis which says Randy comes to terms with his role in the COVID 19 outbreak as the ongoing pandemic presents continued challenges to the citizens of South Park. The kids happily head back to school, but nothing resembles the normal that they once knew. Not their teachers, not their homeroom, not even Eric. Cartman. I mean, I, to be honest, I haven't watched South Park for ages, and I have no clue who the fuck Randy is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't even know. I, I listen. I hear it's being killer. So, um, you know, maybe I'll try and delve back into it at some point. But um, I don't know. Who knows, right? Uh, now this is interesting because I do like a period piece and I also like a pirate. Yeah. And thankfully, Tahiki Watiti is gonna merge the two together for a new HBO Max series. Yup, yup. 
It was created by David Jenkins. Um, and it's going to be called Our Flag Means Death. It's a lovely little title, isn't it? Hey? The old cross and crossbone. The cross and crossbones? The cross and. Cross and crossbones? The horse and cross? I know, it's the flag with the skull on it, right? But um, anyway. Whew, um, it's gonna actually based on real shit, right? So uh, a dude called Steed Bonnet, right, who was an aristocrat, you know, had life pretty sweet, but he abandoned it all to become a pirate. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Could be interesting. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. We got Watiti involved, so uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what comes with all of that, right? Okay. So over at a uh, Disney Plus, yeah, I mean, they, they they've got some shit in the works. Um, they are just gonna produce. Um, a, a, a new lot of shorts called The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, a little wholesome fun, right? So the shorts are gonna feature Mickey and his best pals, Minnie. I kind of thought Minnie was his bit on the side, right? Isn't he banging Minnie? I don't even know. I mean, that's not to say he might not be doing goofy. I don't know what Mickey's business is. But yeah, I don't know. We're also going to see Donald, Daisy, Goofy and Pluto. And they're going to embark on some crazy adventures. I think um, it's going to be inspired by the different lands of the Disney's parks. Right? And just a feature... You know, all Disney heritage and all of that. So, uh, you know, it's going to be directed by Paul Ruddish. Um, and Christopher Willis will be, uh, yeah, throwing in the music. So, um, it's all going to kick off on the 18th of November, which is um, Mickey's birthday. So... You have that to look forward to And then Every Friday Starting from the 27th They're going to be dropping an episode Each week So um yeah Interesting Now also at Disney Now like they've mentioned this But everything went a little bit quiet But they are pushing ahead with the She-Hulk series at Disney Plus, and they have just signed Kat Corio um, to uh, handle it all. Yeah, she's going to direct the pilot and a good chunk of other episodes. Right? It's going to be written by Jessica Gao, who um, you know is a writer on Rick and Morty. You know, so, uh, yeah, that will be interesting, you know, and, um, yeah, we're gonna follow the adventures of Jennifer Walters, who is not only an attorney in law, but she is also the cousin of Bruce Banner, aka the incredible motherfucking Hulk, people, 
You know what I mean? Um, due to an emergency blood transfusion, she uh, yeah gains powers, the greenness, but she stays intelligent. So uh, yeah, hey, this could be fun. So we'll see what happens. But let's end on this, people. Right, so um, if you were around in the 70s, you may well have been a fan of Good Times. Uh, it was created by Norman Lear, right? I, I feel this, the sitcom ran for a while. But um, interestingly enough, Netflix are bringing it back. But with a twist It's no longer going to be a live action piece It's going to be an animated series Yeah Now, uh, you know what I mean? Lear is, um, he's involved Along with Carl Jones You know, who created the Boondocks Um, you know, Jones is going to be the showrunner Right, Seth MacFarlane um, and Steph Curry also going to be producing it. And um, yeah, it's going to follow the Evans family in the present day as they navigate today's world and contemporary social issues. And obviously, you know. It's a family show So they're gonna let people know That with the love of family We can keep our heads above water That is, unless you hate your family And they are trying to hold you under Hmm That, you know, that I added that little bit of garnish on it So, you know, keeping it real, people Keeping it real But, sounds interesting You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, let's leave it there, alright, so I'm gonna bounce and uh, touch base with you next week, so people, have fun, enjoy shit, live life, and uh, enjoy your fantasies, alright people, peace.